Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives. Your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Wow, what's this one? Um, Episode 120. I'm really grateful that you're here and week after week, if you're a returned listener, are listening to the content that I put out there. But if you're not and you're new to the podcast, it would be really great for you if you're going through a separation right now. If you're going through the fundamentals of it, go back to like episode one where I put together the framework of how to get a successful divorce and how to cut your costs and what you need to do. The, the Probably the last 20 podcasts have been more around the emotional side and how to help you deal with that. And today I wanted to touch on a subject that really is, it's important and it's about daring to be alone. Now the problem that we have with being alone is humans, let's be honest, humans are scared of being lonely. And the reason is, well in my opinion, When you're alone, you have to spend a lot of time with your own thoughts. That can be problematic for some people. And when you're alone, you have to address your demons. You have no choice because they keep coming up or reoccurring all the time. And I talk quite often, whether you're a client or whether you're a listener, I talk quite often about how we talk to ourselves and the need for being positive. And a a rule of thumb for me is if you would not talk to someone else in a certain way, please, please don't talk to yourself that way. You know, if you'd never say to someone else, geez, you're dumb, why are you saying it to yourself? If you would never say to someone, geez, you're ugly, geez, you're fat, geez, you're silly, oh, I can't believe you've done that. If you would never talk to anyone else like that, Stop talking to yourself that way because it's not okay. Now, the other thing about being alone is you have to learn to love yourself. For many people, it might just start off with liking yourself first and then learning to love yourself. Many people out there have have let themselves down. And because they've let themselves down, they feel guilt because they may feel guilty that not only have they let themselves down, that they've let other people down. But I want to tell you this one thing. Get over it. You did not do it on purpose. In many, many occasions, you did not do it on purpose. You may have made a decision because the information you had in front of you at that period of time was the best information that you could have had. And you've used that to make a decision. 
But living in guilt gets you nowhere. It's just something that, I don't know, we humans, we love to live in guilt. We love it. And then we have feelings when we're alone of not being good enough. People don't want to be around us because we're not good enough. They'd prefer to be with someone else and not us. Now, I read this article recently that said 42% of, now this was about women, so sorry men, but 42% of women are more afraid of being alone than they are of a cancer diagnosis. Can you imagine? People are more scared of being alone than of actually being diagnosed with a cancer. Like loneliness has also been defied as an epidemic. And look, let's be honest, at the moment in these COVID times, it's easy to see why. Because not only do we have, you know, younger people, I suppose, living alone, but we've got a lot of elderly people who are also isolated and alone. Now, I just want to make a little definition here, please. I'm not talking about those sorts of people. I'm talking about, at the moment, daring to be alone after finishing a relationship. And for the simple reason that being alone and not jumping into something new straight away, you get to actually address all of the things that will otherwise get covered up if you jump straight into a new relationship. So I'm talking about a period of time when you get to fall back in love with you, not fall in love with someone else and hide whatever it is that you're not going to address. I'm talking about giving yourself the time that you need to heal. Something that I regularly hear is people that say, I'm not going to get remarried. I'm not going to get into a new relationship. And then next time I talk to them, lo and behold, they tell me how they've started something new. Now, I'm a big believer in love. I believe that everyone deserves to be loved. But I also am a big believer that before we can love someone else, we, know, we need to learn to love ourselves. We need to understand why it is that we feel the way we do and why it is that possibly we should look at things differently. So last week I talked to you about um, discovering who you really want to be. And I'm sure this makes perfect sense to you, but can you imagine ending your relationship and then jumping into something new really, really quickly without understanding what went wrong, what it is that you need, what it is that you want, what it is that you can change and the lessons that you could have learnt? I can tell you now with pretty much pretty solid proof because the stats support this at the moment let's say I'm going to use a figure of it's probably around 50% of first-time marriages fail 
70% of second time and 90% of third. Now the 70% quite often is because of exactly this reason that I'm talking about here. Those people haven't dared to be alone. They haven't dared to ask themselves what went wrong. They haven't dared to address their demons. They've probably blamed everyone else and not blamed themselves or not even blamed, but haven't taken responsibility for the part that they had in their relationship not working. They haven't dared to learn to love themselves. They've wanted someone else to love them instead. Does this make sense? They so much want to be loved that they need to get it externally rather than internally. But feelings of not being good enough, if you're not good enough right now, why with being with someone else are you going to be good enough then? doesn't make sense but so many people just make this mistake over and over again and if you know my story you would know that I was pretty much forced into two years after my marriage broke up before I could start anything new because I had a risk assessment against me uh, by the AFP so the Australian Federal Police simply because I was working in a in an environment where I needed to be very careful of where I went, who I spoke to, what social media I had. And therefore, you know, I had to I had to do this. It was forced upon me. But it's probably one of the greatest gifts, like I talked about last week, about control. Sometimes when you just let go and at the time you think that everything's really bad. But you look back and you go, thank goodness that happened. Because if that hadn't have happened, maybe I would have been like the other 70% and just jumped into a new relationship. May have just wanted to find the love that I'd been trying to fill the void in my in my gut. You know, maybe that's what I would have done. But I couldn't do it because of this risk assessment, which meant I had to face my demons. I had to learn what part I took in my relationship breakup. I had to listen to all of the negative thoughts. I had to stop the chatter about not being good enough, about being my fault, about the guilt. I had to find the peace in that period of time. It was really the period that I rebuilt because guess what? I dared to be alone. I dared to face it and to fix it. But jumping into a new relationship, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Nothing wrong with it. But if you don't look at in the mirror and if you don't take responsibility and you don't address what went wrong, all you're going to do, you're just going to copy it all again next time around. It's going to make the same mistakes over and over again. And you need to understand what you're prepared to accept and what you're not prepared to accept. Who your new identity really is. What boundaries are you going to put in place? What are you going to accept and not accept? 
we all need to have non-negotiables in our relationship because that's where that's where self-belief comes from. Because if you're going to allow someone to treat you in a way that you would not treat someone else, but you make excuses, that's not going to work. But that's where the strength comes from. That's why it's important to find the self-love. Because when you love yourself and you say yes to the things that make you happy, when you're happy and you're in a relationship, the other person that's in it with you should also be happy because you're prepared to stand up for what you want. You're prepared to communicate what's important to you. And then they're also, if they're in that position, wow, it's a win-win. Now, my husband, he, my, my new husband, he had a period of four years by himself. So he'd spent a hell of a lot of time getting to know what it was that he wanted out of life. And then when I came along and I'd done that same soul searching, I knew what I wanted as well. So now together, we're able to communicate that. Where before I didn't know that stuff. I didn't know who it was I was meant to be or what I wanted in life. I was just going with the flow. I was just going with what what my ex-husband wanted. Because like I spoke about, I think, in podcast number 118, I was just like, a let's say, a zombie. I was just on automatic pilot. I was just going along, getting up every day, doing what it was that I thought I needed to do to be a good mother, to be a good wife. I believed in him, so because I believed in him, I believed that the direction that we were going in was the direction that I wanted as well. Now, you know, years later, I realised that until I understood what it was that was important to me, we were probably always going to be doomed. Pretty tough thing to say. Because I spent 22 years with that person. I spent 22 years building a life, having three kids. To think now that that was doomed right from the start is not how I choose to look at it. I choose to think that that was the stepping stone of the happiness that I had today and I had to experience that. And whilst being alone can be really uncomfortable, it can be really, really uncomfortable because when you think about it, when you're in a room with someone, sometimes we have to fill the silence, don't we? We have to fill the silence and we have to do the same thing when we're by ourselves. There's, there's probably not many times where our minds are just empty. We can go to that place when we're in meditation or we've learnt the skill, but the majority of the time, we've got millions of thoughts a day going through our head. And being alone, we need to address those thoughts. And you will have heard me say that thoughts create emotions, emotions create feelings, 
And if you're dealing with those thoughts and you're, you know, you're bringing up these negative emotions and feelings, then you can go to a dark place. And I've been there, so I know what it's like. But it's then knowing this is the pattern of my life, this is what I tend to do, that I need to stop it. I just have to stop it. Because if I do not address this, if I do not change the way I feel, I'm going to forever be in in this quagmire. And it's those skills that you learn when you're alone that when you then move into your next relationship, you know what your boundaries are. You know what it is that you really want. You know who you are. And when you know who you are, you're a better partner to the new person that you meet. That's exciting. That's really, really exciting. And that's the evolution of you, my darling friend. That's the evolution of you. That's where you want to get to. That's who you want to be. So rushing out and trying to get into a new relationship just to fill the void inside of you by someone externally is not going to fix the problem. You're going to fix the problem by daring to be alone, by daring to address what it is that you want, by filling the void inside of you by yourself. Because when you fill the void and you are whole, when you meet someone new, it will be amazing. It will be amazing. And that's what I want. That's what I want from you. I do not want to see these awful divorce rates any longer. I want it to change. And if I have to get up and sing from every street sign just to let people know that you have to love yourself before you start to love someone else, then I will. I'll do it. Because you deserve the best. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to love yourself. You are worthy of it. I've talked about um, a book before that I refer to my clients, but if you are feeling upset at the moment, if you are really struggling with this loneliness, there's a book out there called I Love Myself Like My Life Depends On It. Go and get yourself a copy of it. Listen to it on Audible. It is a beautiful book and it can transform how you feel okay my darling friends thanks for listening and i'll talk to you next week bye for now thanks for listening to the divorce angel podcast go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share deep dive into the divorce angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.